I don't think I want to be here for that. This is the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we read the entire Bible in a year. I hope you're doing well today. I'm still recovering from my difficult day yesterday. I hope you're doing well. Today our reading is Isaiah 23 through 28, and I'm calling this episode The Cornerstone. I'll have some comments we'll do on this day in church history, and we have a very special prayer request. Let's get started. Isaiah chapter 23 An Oracle About Tyre Wail, ships of Tarshish, because your port is destroyed. When returning from Cyprus, they heard about it. Be still, inhabitants of the coast, traders of Sidon, whose messengers crossed over the sea, over the mighty waters. The grain of Shihor, the Nile's harvest, was her income. She was the marketplace of nations. Be ashamed, Sidon, because the sea has spoken. The fortress of the sea has said, I haven't been in labor. I didn't give birth. I never raised young men or brought up young women. When the Egyptians hear, they will be in anguish at the news about Tyre. Cross over to Tarshish, whale inhabitants of the coast. Is this your triumphant town, whose origin is from ancient times, whose feet carried her to settle far away? Who planned this concerning Tyre, the one who gives crowns, whose merchants were princes, whose traders were the honored of the earth? The Lord of heavenly forces planned it, to defile the pride of all beauty, to shame all the honored of the earth. Go through your own land, daughter Tarshish, for the harbor is gone." God's hand is extended over the sea, shaking nations. The Lord gave the command to destroy Phoenicia's fortresses, saying, You will no longer celebrate violated virgin daughter Sidon. Get up and head to Cyprus. Even there you will find no rest. Look at the land of the Chaldeans, the people who are no more. Assyria destined it for wild animals. They raised up their siege towers, stripped its palaces, and made it a ruin. Wail, ships of Tarshish, for your fortress is destroyed. On that day, Tyre will be forgotten seventy years, the lifetime of one king. At the end of seventy years, Tyre will become like the prostitute in the song. Take a harp, go around the city, forgotten prostitute. Play well, sing many songs, so they'll remember you. At the end of seventy years, the Lord will visit Tyre. She will return to her trade and will prostitute herself with all the kingdoms on the earth. Her profits and wages will be sacred to the Lord. They won't be stored or saved. Her profits will go to those living before the Lord for plentiful food and elegant clothes. Isaiah chapter 24 Look, the Lord will devastate the earth and destroy it, will twist its face and scatter its inhabitants. It will be the same for the people and for the priest for the slave and for his master, for the female servant and for her mistress, for the buyer and for the seller, for the lender and for the borrower, for the creditor and for the debtor. The earth will be devastated, totally devastated. It will be destroyed, completely destroyed, because the Lord has said it would be so. The earth dries up and wilts, the world withers and wilts, the heavens wither away with the earth. The earth lies polluted under its inhabitants, for they have disobeyed instruction. 
swept aside law, and broken the ancient covenant. Therefore, a curse devours the earth. Its inhabitants suffer for their guilt. Therefore, the earth's inhabitants dwindle. Very few are left. The wine dries up. The vine withers. All the merry-hearted groan. The joyous tambourines have ceased. The roar of partiers has stopped. The joyous harp has ceased. No one drinks wine or sings. Beer is bitter to its drinkers. The town is in chaos, broken. Every house is shut without entrance. There is a cry for wine in the streets. All joy has reached its dusk. Happiness is exiled from the earth. Ruin remains in the city, and the gate is battered to wreckage. It will be like this in the central part of the land and among the peoples, like an olive tree that has been shaken, like remains from the grape harvest. They raise their voice, they sing with joy. From the west they will shout about the Lord's majesty. Therefore in the east honor the Lord, in the islands of the sea the name of the Lord God of Israel. From the ends of the earth we have heard songs, glory to the righteous one. But I say, I waste away, I waste away, I'm doomed. Betrayers betray, treacherously betrayers betray. Terror, trench, and trap are upon you, ruler of the earth. Whoever flees from the sound of terror will fall into the trench. Whoever climbs from the trench will be caught in the trap. Heaven's windows will open, and the earth's foundations will quake. The earth is shattering, shattering. The earth is shaking, shaking. The earth is teetering, tottering. The earth trembles like a drunk and shudders like a hut. Its rebellion weighs heavy upon it. It will fall, no more to rise. On that day, the Lord will punish the forces of heaven in heaven and the kings of the earth on earth. They will be gathered together like prisoners in a pit, shut into a prison, and punished after many days. The moon will be diminished, and the sun will fade, since the Lord of heavenly forces will rule on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, glorious before his elders. Isaiah chapter 25 Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things planned long ago, faithful and sure. You have turned the city into rubble, the fortified town into a ruin, the fortress of foreigners into a city no more, never to be rebuilt. Therefore, strong people will glorify you. The towns of tyrant nations will fear you. You have been a refuge for the poor, a refuge for the needy in distress, a hiding place from the storm, a shade from the heat. When the breath of tyrants is like a winter storm, or like heat in the desert, you subdue the roar of foreigners. Like heat shaded by a cloud, the tyrant's song falls silent. On this mountain, the Lord of heavenly forces will prepare for all peoples a rich feast, a feast of choice wines, of select foods rich in flavor, of choice wines well refined. He will swallow up on this mountain the veil that is veiling all peoples, the shroud enshrouding all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The Lord God will wipe tears from every face. He will remove His people's disgrace from off the whole earth, for the Lord has spoken. They will say on that day, Look, this is our God for whom we have waited, and He has saved us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let's be glad and rejoice in His salvation. The Lord's hand will indeed rest on this mountain. 
Moab will be trampled down as straw is trampled into manure. When in it, they spread out their hands as swimmers spread out their hands to swim. God will lay low their pride, even by the efforts of their hands. The fortified towers of their walls will be thrown down, will be leveled, will be brought down to the earth, to the dust. Isaiah chapter 26 On that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. Ours is a strong city. God makes salvation its walls and ramparts. Open the gates and let a righteous nation enter, a nation that keeps faith. Those with sound thoughts you will keep in peace, in peace because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is a rock for all ages. He has thrown down those living on high, and He will level the lofty town, leveling it down to the earth. He will bring it down to dust. The feet trample it, the feet of the poor, the steps of the needy. The way of the righteous is level. You clear a path for the righteous. In the path of your justice, Lord, we wait for you. With all our being, we long for your name and your acclaim. At night, I long for you with my whole being. My spirit within me watches for you. When your judgments are at work in the earth, those living in the world learn righteousness. When the wicked are favored, they don't learn righteousness. Even among those who do right, they do wrong, and they fail to see the Lord's majesty. Lord, your hand is lifted up, but they don't see. Let them see and shrink back because of your zeal for your people, your burning anger that consumes your enemies. Lord, grant us peace, because all that we have done has been your doing. Lord our God, other masters besides you have ruled us, but we will profess your name alone. The dead don't live, ghosts don't rise. Indeed, you have punished and destroyed them, and abolished all memory of them. You've enlarged the nation, you are glorified. You've expanded all the land's boundaries. Lord, in distress they sought you out. They poured out prayers to you when you disciplined them. As a pregnant woman close to childbirth is in labor pains, crying out in her pangs, so were we because of you, Lord. We were pregnant, we writhed, but we gave birth to wind. We have achieved no victories on earth. The inhabitants of the earth never fall. Your dead will live, their corpses will rise, and those who dwell in the dust will shout for joy. Your shadow is a shadow of light but you will bring down the ghosts into the underworld. Go, my people, enter your rooms and shut your doors behind you. Take cover, for in a little while the fury will be over. Look, the Lord is going out from his place to bring the iniquity of the ruler of the earth down upon him. The earth will uncover its blood and will conceal its slain no longer. Isaiah chapter 27 on that day the Lord will take a great sword, harsh and mighty, and will punish Leviathan the fleeing serpent, Leviathan the writhing serpent, and will kill the dragon that is in the sea. On that day sing about a delightful vineyard, I the Lord am its guardian. Every moment I water it, night and day I guard it from attack. I'm not angry, but if it yields thorns and thistles for me, I will march to battle against it, I will torch it completely. Or let them cling to me for refuge. Let them make peace with me. Let them make peace with me. 
In the coming days, Jacob will take root. Isaiah will blossom and sprout and fill the whole earth with produce. Did God strike Israel as he struck those who struck him? Was Israel killed as his killers were killed? By frightening Jerusalem, by sending her away, you contended with her, expelling with a fierce blast on the day of the east wind. By this, Jacob's guilt is reconciled, and this was how his sins were finally removed. He made all the altar stones like shattered chalk, sacred poles and incense altars that couldn't stand. The fortified city lies alone, a hut forsaken, abandoned like the desert. Calves graze there. They lie down there and feed on its boughs. When its branches are dry, they are broken. Women come and set fire to it. These people have no understanding. Therefore, their Maker won't have compassion. The one who formed them won't be gracious. On that day, the Lord will beat grain from the channel of the Euphrates up to the valley of Egypt. You will be collected, Israelites, one by one. On that day, a great trumpet will be played. Those who were lost in the land of Assyria and those who were scattered in the land of Egypt will come. They will bow to the Lord at His holy mountain in Jerusalem. Isaiah chapter 28 O oh, the majestic garland of Ephraim's drunks and the fading flower of its splendid beauty on the head that flows with perfume of those hammered with wine! Look, the Lord has someone who is powerful and strong, like a hailstorm, a disastrous tempest, like a downpour of mighty overflowing waters, he can level them to the ground with his hand. The majestic garland of Ephraim's drunks will be trampled underfoot. The withered flower, which is a thing of beauty as it sits on the head of those bloated with fat, will be like an early fig before the summer harvest. Whoever sees it swallows it as soon as it is in hand. On that day the Lord of heavenly forces will be a splendid garland and a beautiful wreath for the people who survive, and a spirit of justice for the one who sits in judgment, and a strength for those who repel the assault at the gate. These also stagger from wine and stumble from beer. Priest and prophet stagger from beer. They are confused by wine. They stray on account of beer. They err when receiving visions. They stumble when making judgments. All the tables are covered with vomit. Filth overruns the place. To whom will God teach knowledge? To whom will He explain the message? To those just weaned from milk? To those who have hardly outgrown the breast? It is tsav letsav, tsav lestav, kav lekav, kav lekav. A little of this, a little of that. With derisive speech and a foreign tongue, He will speak to His people. He has said to them, This is the place of rest. Give rest to the weary. This is the place of repose. But they refused to listen. So the Lord's word will be for them, Sav let sav, sav let sav, kav le kav, kav le kav, a little of this, a little of that. So that they will go and stagger backward, they will be broken, snared, and captured. Therefore, Hear the Lord's word, you scoffers who rule this people in Jerusalem. You said, We've cut a deal with death, with the underworld, we made a pact. When the overflowing flood passes through, it won't reach us, for we have made lies our hiding place, and in falsehood we take shelter. Therefore the Lord God says, Look, I'm laying in Zion a stone, a tested stone, 
a valuable cornerstone, a sure foundation. The one who trusts won't tremble. I will make justice the measuring line and righteousness the plumb line. But hail will sweep away the hiding place of lies and water will overflow the shelter. Your deal with death will be dissolved and your pact with the grave won't stand. The rushing flood, when it passes through, you will be annihilated by it. Every time it passes through, it will take you, for morning by morning it will pass, by day and by night. It will be nothing but terror to understand the message. The bed is too short to stretch out, and the shroud is too narrow to cover oneself. Just as on Mount Parazim the Lord will rise up, as in the Gibeon Valley He will rage to do His deed, strange is His deed, and to work His work, foreign is His work. So now stop your scoffing, or your chains will be tightened, because destruction has been ordered, I have heard it, by the Lord God of heavenly forces against the whole land. Listen and hear my voice. Pay attention and hear my word. Does the plowman plow without stopping for planting, opening and harrowing their ground? When he has smoothed its surface, doesn't he scatter fennel and sow cumin, and plant wheat and barley in their places, and spelt as a border? They are properly ordered. Their God directs them. Fennel isn't threshed with a threshing sledge, nor is a cartwheel rolled over cumin. But fennel is beaten with a staff and cumin with a rod. Bread grain is crushed, but the thresher doesn't thresh it forever. He drives the cartwheel over it, he spreads it out, but doesn't crush it. This also comes from the Lord of heavenly forces, who gives wondrous counsel and increases wisdom. Today, beloved, I have some brief thoughts on each one of our chapters, but very brief. As I said, I'm still sort of recovering from my difficult day yesterday. Uh, again, uh, nothing bad, just some exhausting work and uh, decisions and things like that. I mean, it's nothing even really worth talking about. Um, as I get older, it's just harder to recover from things. <laughs> Another good night of sleep, I should be back in shape. Let's get started on our comments. Chapter 23 is the final chapter of the judgments against the nations. These judgments began in chapter 13 with a judgment against Babylon, and it ends here in chapter 23 with a judgment against Tyre. And then chapters 24 through 27 talk about when Jesus finally establishes his kingdom on earth. Won't that be a wonderful time? Chapter 24 is primarily about the Great Tribulation, which will occur just before Jesus' second coming, and I don't think I want to be here for that. Uh, chapter 25 is a song of joy in the midst of the Great Tribulation, because there will be those who finally do accept Jesus during that terrible time, and they will rejoice in God, despite what is happening all around them. I might want to back up just a little bit and... Uh, say that I'm one of those who believes that we who are believers here now before the beginning of the great tribulation, I believe God is going to take us out of the world in what is commonly called the rapture. However, I'm not dogmatic about that. I don't think we who are here now will be here during the tribulation, but I'm not going to fight about it either. Um, I, I don't think that, well, put it this way, there are scriptures that support my viewpoint, and there seem to be scriptures that support the viewpoint that 
we're all going to be here during that time? Uh, I don't know. None of us really knows. And so uh, I, I guess maybe I want to be an optimist and say I don't want to go through the tribulation. So I'm hoping that the uh, the rapture is something that is real and that will take us out. But uh, like I say, uh, I could be wrong, and that's okay. I've been wrong before, and I'll be wrong again. So uh, chapter 25 there, uh, the song of joy in the midst of the great tribulation is those people who, after the, the rapture happened, the, the great tribulation starts, and then once it begins, there will be some that will say, you know, we should have listened to those Christians, and uh, now is not too late. I'm going to believe now. And, and they'll really give their heart and mind and soul and everything to Jesus at that time. And they'll find uh, a reason to rejoice, even in the midst of the Great Tribulation. That's what uh, chapter 25 is about. Chapter 26 is the rejoicing of the land of Judah at the Messiah's reign over Israel at his second coming. The land of Judah will rejoice. Uh, obviously, there will be those who were Jewish, but they become Christians during the tribulation. There is an organization called Jews for Jesus that ministers to practicing Jews today, and their mission is to show them that the Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, that was born 2,000 years ago, is the Messiah they've been looking for. And some of them will come to believe during the Great Tribulation. Chapter 27 is a celebration of Messiah's ultimate victory. And chapter 27 is the closing of this uh, collection of chapters 24 through 27 about Jesus' ultimate reign here on planet Earth. And that's going to be for a 1,000-year period called the millennium. All these extra things that I'm bringing in that are not specifically in these chapters that we didn't read uh, are found in many other chapters in the Bible, primarily the book of Revelation. Now, chapter 28 begins with warnings about drunkenness in Israel and Judah, then moves on to those who are deserving of judgment. And then, in the middle of the chapter, verses 16 and 17, we read some beautiful words of encouragement. And those words are, And so the Lord says, I'm laying a firm foundation for the city of Zion. It's a valuable cornerstone proven to be trustworthy. No one who trusts in it will ever be disappointed. Justice and fairness will be the measuring lines that help me build. And that cornerstone, that firm foundation for the city of Zion, is Jesus Christ himself. So, after those words, there's advice to those who are deserving of judgment, then moves on to talk of God's perfect timing, and the chapter ends with the words, This wonderful knowledge comes from the Lord All-Powerful, who has such great wisdom. But I like it better in the New American Standard. It says, this also comes from the Lord of armies, who has made his counsel wonderful and his wisdom great. This phrase, his counsel wonderful, that's the same as in Isaiah 9.6. Remember, wonderful counselor, prince of peace? Yeah. The comments today were kind of a 30,000-foot view, and that's primarily because of my fatigue. But I wanted to give you a little bit more than I was able to give you yesterday. I'd love for you to comment. Go to comment.lifespringmedia.com or email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com or go to today's show notes page and comment there. Our reading tomorrow is Matthew 11 through 16. Boost! Boost! 
I got a boostagram from John, and he said, boosting for all of the Spurgeon quotes. And he sent 500 sats using the Fountain app. Yeah, he was talking about uh, the episode on Psalms 12 through 14, and I did quote Spurgeon several times. And John, I'm glad that you love Spurgeon too. You know, in reading Spurgeon, you have to sort of really concentrate because uh, back in the late 1800s, they didn't speak quite like we do today. So it takes a while to kind of get into what he's saying. But golly, the words that he said were just so full of wisdom and they were spiritually deep and rich. And I'm looking forward to sitting down with Charles Spurgeon someday and having some good conversation. Well, family, John was able to send a Boostergram because he's using one of those new podcast apps that you can find at newpodcastapps.com. But whether you stream or boost sats or use any of the other uh, ways to donate at support.lifespringmedia.com, I want you to know that I appreciate it and it means a lot to me. And when you give, you're helping to spread the good news to a world that needs it. And I know God will bless you for that. This day in church history, October 1st, 1878, the Regions Beyond Mission, an evangelical Baptist organization, opened Harley College in Ireland. Since then, they've trained hundreds of missionaries at Harley, and since its beginning, Regions Beyond has ministered on four continents, reaching hundreds of thousands of lost souls. And on this day in church history, 1931, I've got another little entry about C.S. Lewis. In a letter telling about his recent decision to become a Christian, Lewis wrote, I have just passed on from believing in God to definitely believing in Christ, in Christianity. And I'm so glad he did. Have you read the Chronicles of Narnia? If you haven't, I highly suggest them. I've read through that set, I don't know, probably three or four times in my life. I can't imagine the world without the Chronicles of Narnia, not to mention Mere Christianity, The Great Divorce, and so many other great books that uh, C.S. Lewis wrote. Prayer requests. We've got a real special prayer request today. Kirsty, who's written a couple of times now and uh, is from Perth, Australia, is asking for prayer because her 12-year-old son Ezra has decided to be baptized. This is going to happen not this Sunday, but next Sunday, October 10th. She asks that we pray that he continues to walk close to the Lord and share his faith with others. Our Heavenly Father, what a joy it is to hear of a young person deciding to follow Jesus. Thank you for making yourself real to Ezra at such a tender age. I pray that you would hold him close, Father, as he makes his way through life. Ezra means help, Lord, and we ask that you would always help him. We don't ask that you give him a life with no challenges, because those are the times that produce faith and character. What we do ask, Lord, is that your Holy Spirit would speak to him in those times in such a way that he hears clearly and follows closely. Help Ezra to always be thirsty for you, Lord. Make Ezra the man you want him to be. Use him for your kingdom and for your glory. And Lord, I pray now for the SoCal Harvest event coming this Sunday. Prepare the hearts of the many thousands of people who need Jesus that will be there or will watch online. Prepare Pastor Greg's heart and give him words that will reach their hearts and minds. I pray that your presence would be all around and over Anaheim Stadium. I pray this in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. If you've got a prayer request, go to prayer.lifespringmedia.com and put it there. You can leave as little or as much detail as you'd like. 
You can tell me to use your first name, your last name, or no name, and we'll share your prayer request right here on the show. In addition, I'll be praying for you in my private time. Have you told somebody about the show? If not, why not? Come on, you're listening to it. You must find some value in it. Tell somebody about it. You'll be doing them a favor. Come on, you know you will. We all want to make the world a better place, right? Well, can you think of a better way to make a world a better place than to share Jesus through the Word of God? That is what the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible is about. I'm late getting the newsletter out this week. I apologize for that, but uh, that's good news for you if you haven't signed up. Go to news.lifespringmedia.com and get that done. Sign up. And if you're listening to this in the morning, you'll probably get a newsletter this afternoon. Well, until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thank you for being here. I hope to get a good night's sleep tonight so that I can be more alert tomorrow. Regardless, thank you for putting up with me. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're part of the family. My name is Steve Webb. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.